What's up, guys? We are Alright Potatoes. What's up, Taters and Tots? I'm your host, Steven. And I'm James. And we are The, the right, right Potatoes. Each week coming at you hot with another fucking movie review. Uh, for something that we don't agree with over on that uh, tomato platform. Yeah. Those who must not be named. Bastards. <laughs> whoa, whoa, bro. <laughs> Damn. Just going in hot. I hate them. Yeah, and for those of you who may be new here, uh, taters are those who wholeheartedly agree with our review, and tots are those who may not agree with our review on a certain movie, but they still listen, still like to hear what we have to say, and uh, to those of you, we cheers out to, but we do have the tater haters that don't like us taters, but they don't listen, so we don't give a fuck about them anyway. Anyway, this week we are going to be reviewing a movie called I See You. Justin Witter. 10 years old. Went missing on a bike ride last night near Jupiter Park. Park Ranger found a bike. Oh boy. I'll let you manage the situation as you see fit. You lead on this. Got it. This movie was recommended by, of course, The Nancy. Um, and I'm really surprised I hadn't seen this or even heard about it Same. until she told us. Same. And it's... It's not the letters ICU intensive care unit. Correct. It's I S E E Y O U. Correct. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Like somebody is looking at you. Huh. Pretty much. Which is pretty much. I mean, it's a. It's what I it's was, about. I, I was guess. talking about this movie today with my coworker, and I was like, "It's a terrible title." It is. It is really <laughs> bad. I wish I would have called it something else, like frogs with a ph. Yeah. Something Ooh. I don't know. But then like. I think with a title like this, it has to be like a universal, you know? So it's like, yeah. oh, it's... Because I think frogs would be like, what the fuck? I'm not watching anything about frogs. Yeah, most people don't even know what that is. And I don't think that... Like, I think they don't want to give a lot away, so the title's really ambiguous about who yep. sees what, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Which, frogging, for those of you who don't know, is pretty much like um, living... It's, it's like a squatter that lives in your house without you knowing. Yeah. So, I'm sure everyone's seen those fucking videos on the internet where somebody's living in somebody else's, like, attic and then only comes down when they go to bed. Yeah. Which is fucking terrifying. It is. So, anyway, let's get you some uh, quick info about the movie. ICU was released on December 6th, 2019. The film was directed by Adam Randall with screenplay written by Devin Gray. The main cast includes Helen Hunt, Judah Lewis, Owen Teague, and Lib Bearer. ICU had a budget of $5 million USD and went on to make $1.1 million in the box office. <laughs> oh, dang. A fifth of it, dude, which is fucking garbage. But yeah. honestly, in my defense, I had never even heard of this movie. Yeah, it feels like this is the like the movies that was released on like Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost seems, yeah. And I mean, it's an independent film. It's not from any, you know, big budget company yeah. or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I, I really liked this movie. I don't know if it's just because it was so fresh, it was like a different idea, uh-huh. or the fact that frogging, in my opinion, is actually fucking terrifying. Uh-huh. So, I think it kind of hit for me. Yeah, I like, but... I enjoyed it because it, I didn't know what to expect. Okay. Like a lot of movies I watch, I I can call out what's going to happen. Oh, this yeah. is this and that, like, we are talking about Malignant. Like, we both seen yeah. Malignant, and I called out the twist ten minutes in. 
Yeah. Like, I knew it right away. But this one, I'm like, I was trying to guess, like, it's a ghost story. That's what I first thought it was, because in the beginning, like, the kid gets abducted. Like, he gets taken off of his bike. Yep. And I thought it was aliens. <laughs> and then I thought it was ghosts. Yep. And then, like, towards the middle of the movie, it switches perspectives. And then I was like, oh, it's a home invasion movie. Yep. And then at the last minute, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, this is... It kept me... Like, on my toes the whole time, I just, I didn't know what the fuck to expect. Which is phenomenal, and there's probably going to be spoilers in this review, so if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. Yeah, I was trying to keep it spoiler-like, but it's like... And get the fuck out. (laughs) Or just go watch it and then come back. It reminds me a lot of um, this movie called The Clove Hitch Killer. Okay, I've never heard of that. It's on Hulu, I believe, but it's like this... The Clove Hitch Killer was like a big serial killer... In, like, the 90s or something, he would tie up his victims, like, BDSM style and fucking, like, just murder them. Oh. And he would leave, like, a clove hitch knot okay. on his victims' houses, and that's how he became the clove hitch killer. And this kid starts slowly piecing together that his dad is in the clove hitch killer. Oh, shit. And so he has to figure out how to deal with that, cope with that. And he, So for some reason, like, he, he gets the murder itch again, and he catches his dad, like, in the middle of it. Oh, fuck. So, this actually reminds me of, like, the Golden Gate Killer, too. Yeah. In a couple of certain aspects. Um, I listened to a podcast, can't remember exactly what it's called, but uh, basically, it's talking about how he used to, like, fuck with his victims mm-hmm. and, like, do subtle things, letting him know, like, hey, I'm probably going to come back. Like, he'd go into their house and take bites out of, like, fucking cake or whatever and yeah. leave it there on the counter or something. And they'd be like, what the fuck? You know, not knowing what's going on, which kind of reminded me of this movie. Yeah, that's, a lot of that was me like, holy fuck, this guy's crazy. Yeah. And he's got the, he's got the murder itch. Yep. That's all I thought. And then <laughs> towards like the, the three quarter mark, that's when it fucking flipped again. Dude. And I was just like, what, what the fuck is this movie? That's all I kept thinking. Yeah. And I wasn't mad about it. I'm just like, I got to keep watching. Yeah. And then finally, like... Which is nuts, though, because you don't really get that. Yeah, and the last fucking ten seconds. (laughs) And when it switched to, like, to the flashback, and it did show that little thing, and I was like, what the... Oh, my fucking God, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Everything clicked into place, and I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Which Which is wild to me, too, because reading through the reviews, they're not... They're very similar, which we'll talk about later, but... Like, a lot of them, too, are just like, oh, it was a jumbled mess. Like, it didn't make sense. And it's like, well, it did. You just had to pay attention the whole thing. Yeah. You're not... You literally didn't get shit, any closure, until the end. Yeah. And Which is fantastic, because it keeps you wanting more. That's um, almost for me, like... Which kind of reminded me of, like, uh, The Departed, for example, uh-huh. right? You have to watch the whole fucking thing, and then you get some sort of closure, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, terrible example to compare the two, but... That, that's why I really was sucked into this movie. Yeah, because, like you said, you had to pay attention to where, like, when the perspective shifted, yep. I was like, oh, that's when I was like, it's a home invasion movie now. Yep. But then, like, because I was like, he's crazy and he just wants to kill people. That's all I thought. And then all of a sudden, like, you Same. realize, spoilers, five, four, three, two, one. He's connected to the family, but we don't know how, how why until the yeah. last ten seconds. Yep. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. How they... Also, too, because first first scene, you see that get, get fucking yanked off a bike. So yeah. that, I was the same way. I was like, what the fuck was that, right? And mm-hmm. then you also see the power to the TV turning on and off. You're like, 
what the fuck is going That's on? Right. I was like, ghosts or aliens at first. So, what's crazy, though, is before it switched perspectives, I was seeing fucking humans or somebody watching them behind, like, in, in the shot. Really? In the background? In the background. I didn't which, even notice that. Which is crazy. So, there's a scene where it shows him in the pantry, like, watching them through the door. Uh-huh. I actually saw him in the pantry. Oh, I was like, I was like, babe, did you fucking see that? And she's like, what? I was like, rewind it. And I was like, there's somebody in the fucking pantry. And she's like, holy shit. Like, I didn't fucking dude. see that. And like in the background, we started noticing it a lot more. Like you see the guy like fucking peeking out and watching oh. them in the kitchen and shit. And then he's gone the next scene. Dude. I didn't fucking oh, notice that. Oh, dude, you're going to have to watch it again. It's giving me chills because I, oh. like, I don't like that. Well, and <laughs> when like I that saw that one, though, it like I was like, no fucking way, because that's what it did to me. I was yeah. like, yo, I'm not just seeing shit like that. He's fucking there. I didn't even notice that. And, uh, yeah, Taylor's like, how? How did you see that? I was like, well, I'm very observant as it is anyway because I'm fucking paranoid. But uh-huh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, there's a dude in the fucking cabinet or in the fucking uh, pantry. Cards on... Cards on the table, I was kind of, like, glancing at my phone every now and then. Okay. So, maybe that's probably when I missed it, but, like, I knew, like, right, not right away, but I felt like when the mom looked under the bed and you seen the mask. Yep. And I was like, that's got to be something. Yeah. Which is funny, because the mask is a frog, and they're froggers. Yeah. Or frogs, if you will. Um, which is fucking great. Mm-hmm. And I love when you get to see that, too, and they're like, oh, they went into the house... And he's just fucking losing his mind. That's what I thought. I was like, he's gonna, he's, he's got the killing edge and he's gonna yeah. kill everyone, dude. But then, so good though. <laughs> I was just like, why? And I I love where they cut it too. Uh-huh. It's like when the dads go into the fucking record player, yeah. And then you see him with an axe just coming at all, oh, yeah. Dude. And then it, that's when it like switches perspectives again, yep. yep. To like what actually is going on, and I'm like, this is fucking well done <laughs> for a, like. A budget this small in a movie that we never heard of on Amazon, by the way. Oh yeah, it's like an Amazon Brad hole movie, pretty much. And it, it honestly, it's probably one of the best like horror thriller, whatever you want to fucking categorize it as. Yeah, movies I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And on it, I'm really hyped, Nancy. Thank you for showing. Yes, Nancy. Because kudos. God dang, she's like, no, you'll like it. I was like, all right, I'm motherfucking in. Let's yeah. let's do that shit. So all right. All that being said. Let's get into the synopsis of this movie. <laughs> uh, ICU is a 2019 American crime horror film starring Helen Hunt, John Tini, Jude. We all said all this already. It follows a suburban <laughs> family be, uh, beset by unexplainable events that m- may be linked to the recent disappearance of a young boy. That's true. And at first, Which is what triggers like, like I it. said, I thought it was fucking aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aliens and ghosts. Honestly, it starts out that way, which is... It's just so good. It's just good, guys. You need to watch this fucking movie. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so here's the statistics. So at least you know what we're looking at. The tomato meter gave it a 79. percent This is an average rating of 6.4 out of 10, which that's a 64. percent Yeah. But anyway, total ratings 43, 34 being fresh, nine being rotten. Audience gave it a 73. percent This is an average rating of 3.7 out of 5. Total ratings there were more than 500, oh. which is whack. Right there, immediately, it's like this movie came out in 2019, uh-huh. so literally two years ago, not even two years ago, and you only have 43 ratings from the critics, and then only a little more than 500 from the audience, Yeah, which any movie that comes out now, you're seeing way more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10, Metacritic a 65%, and 83% of Google users like this film. 
which is, I mean, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's an average C, I guess. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. How do you feel about those? Um, I don't know. After talking about it more, like, I'm with the, more with the tomato meter. Okay. But I'd probably be, like, I'd say 83. Okay. I was going to say, I, I'm, like, an 85, 87, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I'm up there a little it's, bit, because yeah, I really liked it. It's pretty fucking good, I'm not going to lie. And, fro- again, frogging is, like, one thing that terrifies me, because uh-huh. I'm so fucking paranoid as it is, dude. I always just imagine there's somebody, like, in my crawl space like living there mm-hmm. like they probably come out at night dude. <laughs> like stare at me while i sleep every little sound now you're just like because i'm hot when i sleep <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but that's yeah. exactly how it is yes yeah <laughs> fuck all fuck all of that and yeah um critics positive reviews critics positive reviews <laughs> you can debate if the pieces of the puzzle actually fit in the end but adam randall's sleight of hand direction and william arcane's haunting score always keep the audience on the edge of their seats how'd you feel about the score i didn't even pay attention to the music. okay uh, it was okay normally, I, it wasn't like, anything yeah normally yeah, like i'll listen to the like i'll pay attention to the music and be like oh this shit's fucking pretty it's really good but i yeah I was so engrossed in the, like, what was happening, I didn't yeah. hear anything. I didn't pay attention to any of that either. I'm just like, what the fuck? The only thing I heard on? was, like, every time they played music on the record player. Yep. yep. Everything else, like, I didn't Which really was fun. Pay attention. Oh, uh, I See You is a film... Is a film... Uh, I See You is a film to pick up if you're a horror fan, a noir fan, or a thriller fan. It offers up a variety of scares and stories that keep it keeps it pacing and intense... And intensity throughout various twists. Amen. That was yeah. a fucking tongue twister. It right was, there. and I, you know how I am with S sounding <laughs> words. And now you guys know I can't read well. Just throw a bunch of S sounding words, and I'm fucking slipping and sliding all over that. Throw us your alliterations, all S's, please. Yeah. <laughs> but it is like all three of those movies, and it yep. all it like it is like it starts off as a horror, and then a noir with the mystery of the missing kid, and then the thriller at the end. Dude. So good. Three twists, everyone. What the twist? You would think that it was done by M. Night Shamadinger. Yep, M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Let's get in this. All right, number three. A great thriller that renews our faith in independent films that stay ahead of their limits and grant a fun, scary, fast ride for viewers seeking tension. True. Yes. There was an overwhelming sense of dread throughout this whole movie. Yep, there absolutely is. Which, is, it's kind of cool, though, too, because... The way that they set everything up, you feel different things for this yeah. this dude throughout the whole fucking movie. Which, mm-hmm. the twists, I mean, I guess we could technically give them away since we did... Spoiler alert! Um, but basically, the guy who's frogging, he starts going fucking crazy and he's doing all this shit to the family while his friend's asleep. But his friend's like, no, we're not supposed to be seen. Like, that's not the point of being yeah. a frog, right? But he goes out while she's sleeping and is like doing fucked up shit he pees on the dude <laughs> but yeah. uh basically you're like yo this guy's just a fucking nut job you think he's crazy the whole time until boom flashes yeah, and then keep... you realize why he's doing what he's doing yeah it keeps flashing back to like these two boys who escaped the killer before yep and the whole time they're like no we've got him we've we've found the guy we had we we had overwhelming ev- evidence that he's the guy why is someone yep. else doing that? And they were like, oh, that's a copycat. But yeah. then, like, it keeps flashing back to these two boys. And then they interview one of them, and you think, you forget, like, there was a second kid. Yeah, absolutely. And then at the last, 
like I said, the last ten seconds you find out that the the uh, the guy Frogger is the second kid, and that's why he's doing all of this to this certain family. Correct. Which, that, yeah, the cop. Yeah, the cop dad is. Spoilers turns out to be the killer. Yeah, I don't know why he got the killer rich again. Which that's the <laughs> thing too, which is fucking crazy too, because his partner worked on the original case. Yeah, and he was like, "No, we got the man," and he's like. Mm-hmm. Kept leading him astray. Which is why I think he chose him to be the partner on the case, right? Yeah. But, also, another thing that happens is uh, the kid who... The frog, I guess. He ends up uh, tying up the guy's kid like he tied up other kids. Yeah. And then I was like, how the fuck did he get the pocket knife, dude? It was driving me nuts, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no fucking way. He literally kept this fucking pocket knife yeah. from when he was a kid because he was so fucking traumatized... And that's just all he's been plotting, dude. Yeah, it's like, his whole fucking life. Yeah, and he, he basically fakes being a fucking IT man mm-hmm. just so he can get inside this house. And basically he takes a specialist to fucking get in this house. Yeah. Which is exciting. And even like, yeah, like, it all it all makes sense in the end. Cause then it does. Just, even the chick was like, well, this house is pretty nice. And like, you can hear the guy like, yeah, you're glad I picked it, right? Yeah. And shit like that. And it all just starts falling into place. It's so fun. Yeah. It honestly is really I was just, fun. I was yeah, blown away. I think when I like realized like I really liked the film when it was when um it cuts to the partner and then one of the police officers is like, We got a call saying that someone knows who the killer is And yeah. then you think it's like the girl because she had she ended up in the forest and finds his little like kill shack. Yeah. And I was like, It's he's going in the wrong direction And then he ends up at that house. Oh dude. Like, Fuck. So good. It, it was him. He called him. I got an 87. Yeah. Got, it's an 87. It's though. going, yeah. It's going to keep going up it's, the more I talk about the it. The more I talk about it, it's going to, yeah. I, I get so hyped on it, dude. It's so fucking fun. Uh, Where was I? I, I want to watch it again, though. Yeah. I want to I watch it now to see if I could. I'm watching Spot everything him. in the background. Dude, I'm telling you. I noticed it, and I was like, no, fuck. It, it literally, like, it's one of those things, obviously, it's, like, exciting because I noticed it, but uh-huh. it, at the same time, I'm like, that's fucking terrifying. Anyway. All Sorry. Right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, screenwriter Devin Gray has created a smartly written storyline that plays with the tropes of a number of familiar genres in interesting ways that keeps viewers guessing. Amen. Me. That was me Beautiful. all the Beautiful. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure out what the fuck this movie was right when I watched it, and I could not. No, well, even watching the preview, too, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. At all. Actually, you, I don't even think you realize it's any sort of frogging. Uh-huh. It, it looks more like a haunting. So That's all I thought. I was like, yep. it's ghosts. I was hoping it was ghosts. Me, me too for a second. And then I'm like, nah, this is way more terrifying. It's aliens. <laughs> is it because he's Mexican, fool? No, just kidding. <laughs> Cutting that out. Uh, a twist-heavy crime thriller spliced with horror and noir elements. ICU is such a finely crafted experience in slow burn suspense that its loopy plot contortions only seem absurd in retrospect. Okay. Well, that's a lot of words. That you could have just said it's a... Pretty good fucking movie, there and the go. twist could be <laughs> problematic if you don't pay attention. Yeah. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, what else is problematic? These critics' negative reviews. Critics' negative reviews. ICU's primary stumbling point in its lackluster effort to build compelling ambiguity along with its unclear sense of what kind of film it's trying to be. Again, it's not for everyone if you can't fucking keep everything together for a whole movie. Yeah. Sorry. 
Um, overall, ICU is a frustrating experience. It's a great concept that's well produced and is anchored by a talented cast. Okay, so what's the problem? But because the story's unique structure is given so much time and attention, everything else is diminished in the process. Like what? Yeah, that's like what I want. Like the story and the. It literally tells you the same thing over and over. What yeah. do you fucking mean? Just from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You've never seen that bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you never watched Pulp Fiction, dummy. Yeah, you d- you've never read fucking Twilight and read the new story from Edward's point of view, idiot. <laughs> anyway, while Randall maintains tension and a palpable, pal- palpable sense of ambiguity, his film also happens to be a bit slow and clumsy, biting off more than it can chew. It especially gets laughably convoluted towards the end, where plausibility is stretched. That sounds stupid. No. I don't like that. (laughs) Um, It would be impossible to guess the ending of ICU during its tiresome first act, which is something numerous films can't tout, but the movie uses cheap tricks to earn that kudos. Uh, False. I mean, (laughs) I think it played it very well. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, Reveals are either preposterous or disappointing, leaving the audience with hope that yet another trick is being planned to get a feature that often derails back on track. False. I think it gave me the closure I needed. It did. Unlike my ex-girlfriend. Aww. Bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. jokes. But we do have a sponsor. All right, be back. Welcome back. We're here on these Audience Positive Reviews. Audience Positive Reviews. What a twist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, A Helen Hunt starring vehicle that's real... That really doesn't have a Helen Hunt in it more than just the first half of the film. This is one of those movies where the first half gets very intriguing, but halfway through, well, I don't want to spoil this one. Which we already did. We so. did, and it's, well, pretty good. Yep, fuck you. <laughs> ICU is a thriller that really sh- uh, surprises on every level. What begins as a by-the-numbers thriller slowly evolves into something much darker. I honestly didn't expect any of it. Some good performances really helped capture the essence of what the film was trying to say. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was left speechless. Uh, an awesome sleeper worth checking out. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do it. Absolutely is a sleeper. It is. We didn't know about it. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this movie. It was full of suspense and twist, and kept you guessing and surprised. Don't look up any reviews or trailers. Just watch it. Definitely worth it, and would recommend to others looking for a thrill. Agreed. Yes. That's why I never look at reviews prior. I mean, if one of my friends posts up like, "Oh, this movie was great" or something, yeah, I'll be like, "Okay, I might, I might judge my friends." But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, "Oh, you like that movie? Well, it was garbage. You're a fucking liar, and I'm not going to listen to you." <laughs> um, that's about it, though. Uh, it's one of the few movies that catches you from the beginning. It has very un- un- unexpected plot twists that keeps you thinking several possibilities. True, it, it did. It's good at it. <laughs> uh, it was a good add to the Cinemaplex online store. 99 cent weekly deals. I really got lost in the movie and thought it was a great acting. Good vibes daily. Hey. <laughs> this guy just fucking smoked a bowl and yeah, ate a whole fucking good. Costco pizza to himself. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing, but don't smoke. It's all right, dude. <laughs> but you know who should? Lots of crack. Because that's what the reviews are like. Audience <laughs> negative reviews. <laughs> Audience negative reviews. No idea what Helen Hunt is doing in this boring, predictable horror film that depends on multiple convenient psychos that are just sane enough for no one to notice their sinister sides earlier in the film. Okay, what the fuck? You don't. 
And that's the thing is how many serial killers have turned out to be regular, fucking regular people. regular people. Yep. It's a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Yeah. But like Wednesday Adams said, I'm a homicidal maniac. They look just like everyone else. Dude. Ooh. Bah. Damn, dude. Fuck. Adams family right there. So good. <laughs> Shout out our girl, Christina Ricci. Sup? Smoke show. Not in that one. Don't be fucking weird, brother. All right. Suspense tropes. An unnecessary marital strife. No reliable plot, let alone reliable characters. I cannot believe this film is rated fresh. The second half of the film literally replays the first half, but with a new layer, a development, or a sad attempt at a plot twist. No, no. It's a great attempt at a plot twist and is executed. It explains what the fuck is actually going on. Instead of just... (laughs) <laughs> not but, telling but, you what the fuck hey, is at happening. least they realized that it was retelling it you know what i'm saying yeah. like they realized that yeah it's going over but adding a layer to it oh uh, that's the point dude so good job you notice what they're trying to attempt mm-hmm. or execute it mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> the music is <laughs> intensely irritating and distracting scary plink plonk when you are meant to be scared heavy duty screeches when it's time to be scared Mix of weirdness, wouldn't bother again. Trying quite hard to be twisty. It doesn't have to try. It does it. It does. The first half of the film, you're introduced to a narrative expecting that. After all, it will be explained. When it happens, you will not have watched. Uh, What did I just read? (laughs) I don't know what the fuck just happened. Anyway, um... Yeah, basically what it says is you're introduced to a narrative that you think it's going to be something and then ends up being not that. Sounds like they're bummed for being stupid. Anyway, necessity of telling a story... This is the last one, by the way. The necessity of telling a story backwards is confusing and unwarranted, especially with this film. It adds nothing to the drama. If the timeline of the story had been told appropriately, this thriller may have made the grade. But that's what I really like about this there's a writing style it's a literal fucking thing that they teach you well i learned it in ap lit Uh but it's like where you start the story at the end and then go back and tell it from the beginning yeah i don't remember what it's called i'm gonna look it up but what were you saying um i think that's what i like about it is just it's not like a it doesn't lay out everything for you to figure out on your own yeah which is good yeah it's called a frame story. There so you there go. you go. A frame story begins at the end, moves into a flashback to tell how the characters came to be where they are, and eventually joins back up where the story moved into the past. Yes. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Ooh. <laughs> but you're saying that it's fucking poorly done. You're an idiot. No, it works in this sense. Like, when the first, I guess, the perspective shift happened, I was like, wait. Oh. And then I was like, kind of like, I don't like this. Because <laughs> I don't like movies that introduce characters in the middle, and I'm like, who the yeah. fuck are these people? But this one, like, but then it like you're, you're like, okay, oh yeah, <laughs> it's happening. Oh, oh, yeah. and I was like, fuck, this is getting me, dude. Honestly, for the fact that we even talked about this movie for more than fucking twenty minutes is phenomenal for us. Yeah, <laughs> because if it's well, obviously, good movies you have to talk about, mm-hmm. but um, this one was really surprising for the fact that it came out of nowhere blindsided us and the fact that it pisses me off that i never heard of it before yeah same but luckily nancy's got her fucking back and just watches random shit nancy, she's like yeah. hey watch it she's down the amazon rabbit hole i tell you that's it man she's fucking like oh i got prime i'm gonna watch every movie that's free on this bitch 
I'm sure there will be a few more. But anyway, uh, Beef, now knowing the scores and what we've talked about, what is your final score? Oh. So you had a 79 from critics, and I think it was 73 from audience? Yep. 89. 80- Ooh, it kept I going up, yeah. dude. I, I really like this movie. I'm going to one-up Beef, and I'm going to go 89.2. So. Son of a... <laughs> son of a... I don't know if we can do points. You fucking... <laughs> you fucking Piece of tater fuck. shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Um, yeah. And so, usually, this is where we do fun facts with James, but... Uh, I couldn't find shit. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah, guys. I looked. I did my research. I tried. I'm sorry I let you down. No fun facts this week. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I gave one fun fact, and that is look in the background as you're watching the movie. Do it. That's gonna, it. I really want to try that again. You should. And it's a good thingy. But anyway, make sure you're following us, guys, on uh, Instagram at the underscore right underscore potatoes. And you can follow us on our pinchy personals at xchief underscore bfx. And comic x Steve. Later. Later. This has been a Right Potatoes production. Mm-hmm.